Welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Good Sunday morning to you. First official day of spring. Is that true? Yep. Yesterday was the first day of spring. This is the first full day of spring. I am feeling good. That does not mean that we're not going to have a blizzard. This has been a weird 2021 on the East Coast. So, oh, everywhere. What am I saying on the East Coast? But really glad to see the first full week of free agency is going to be in the books, even though it officially started on Wednesday. That tampering period, <laughs> come on, that tampering period is the start of free agency. And we all know it. We do. And that's the fun thing about it. Because of those deals that were signed on Monday and Tuesday, they were tampering, even though they don't go in, into effect until Wednesday, the new league year, doesn't mean anything. We've been tampering for years. We just decided to uh, add a new name to uh, the first two days of free agency, basically. So we're talking about re-signing Juju Smith-Schuster. I think it's a great move for the Steelers. But it's the most refreshing move that I've seen. And the reason I think it's refreshing is because even though he could leave next year, this could be just one more year of, of Juju, but it gives the team a chance to continue to work on bringing him back if they feel that they want to bring him back. Man, I would have loved to have seen them bring James Conner, the man, back. I don't think James Conner, the football player, is coming back. I would have loved to see them keep all these guys that were in black and gold. There's no one I really wanted to leave. I'm still hoping Big Al comes back because I have, because when you put a dedication to a team, like guys like Juju, Big Al, James Conner, Bud Dupree, man, the guy that really hurt losing was, was Vince Williams. But we're in a different business. Those guys all put a dedication into the Steelers. So what happens here, because it's a business, because there's a salary cap, you've got to cut guys loose. That's really what's happening in this in the uh, Stephen Nelson situation. Joe Hayden and Stephen Nelson are under contract for one more year, though they're both going to be free agents. They were talking about what they were talking about was possibly giving an extension to one of those guys. Dave Schofield, and by the way, I misquoted Dave Schofield last week about the Kevin Colbert contract. I do apologize for that, um, but I'm, I'm going to quote him right because because of cap displacement, Joe Hayden is going to, excuse me, it's called roster displacement. Because of roster displacement, Joe Hayden's going to cost you less. And they decided to go with because of dead money, they decided to go with Joe Hayden over Steven Nelson. The reason they're letting him pursue a trade now, don't be down on don't say, Oh, Steven Nelson's a diva, he thinks he's better than everybody else. Don't go ahead and put that label on him, don't because he's, he's not. And the reason he's not is because the Steelers were going to outright release him. But they said, hey, if you want to look for your situation, we can get something out of you. Maybe we could do that. Nothing nothing has been decided, but this is a situation where Nelson Island is now on an island of his own. And 
he has an opportunity to decide possibly where he can go. He would have had in free agency, but this gives the Steelers a chance to get compensation. So this is not an angry situation. It's just economics, and it absolutely stinks. That's the way, that's where we are in the salary cap era. The 1979 Steelers, they are the only team in history to win a Super Bowl in what way? And it has something to do with the roster. I'm going to let you tell me that. That's I'm going to let you tell me. See if you know it. I'm going to bring up a super chat by Dave Shipley first. Dave Shipley signed a decent veteran guard and another special team ace. Been watching the replays. So, Dave, yes, $5. Thank you so much. We do appreciate that. What they did with signing Miles Killebrew from the Detroit Lions, they were actually looking at him last year in free agency. This kind of this might mean the end for a guy like Jordan Dangerfield, who is not a free agent as well. So that's something we got to look at here. I do have to bring this one, this guy up here. My man, Mark Shepard, family from England. My wife's family's from England. This guy, one of my favorites. I converted Mark over into being a Steeler fan. He converted me to being a West Ham fan. So you can see the, uh, in his logo there, in his avatar, West Ham. I am now a West Ham fan, even though I know very little about soccer. So we've traded jerseys and and uh, stuff like that. But great to see Mark checking us out from England. Great. That's what Facebook's really bringing in some, some friends. It's really nice to see. So I, I appreciate it. Friends and family coming in to check us out on the show. I love it. And if you're not blood family from us, like my friends here in the live chat, you are to me. Our BTSC family is huge. Byron Johnson, you're right. They are all homegrown. That team, every single guy, I think it was a 45-man roster back then, Byron. They were all drafted or brought in by the Steelers undrafted. You know, that's that's something to that will never, I don't think that will ever be done again. It can't because we're in a different NFL world. So any of us that wish for things to be like it used to be, you can't. The only constant the only constant that we're ever going to have, and I'm stealing this from Big Bang Theory, one of my favorite shows, when Penny told Sheldon on the last episode, the one thing that we can count on as being constant is that things will always be changing. And it's always changing. Tony and I do the retro show. We had a good one yesterday morning, too. Uh, if you want to check out the Steelers and Bumblebees, taking on the Colts in a shootout, really good one. But we watch these old, we watch all these old games before we comment on them. We do a show on them. And I'm watching them. I get them off of a site called McMillan and Wife. I love it. And I get to watch these old games. I'm watching games from 1988 when the team was 5-11. and 11, And I'm loving it. And I'm thinking, man, I wish things were like the, that now. But things change, and we've got to roll with the times. So if TikTok is a part of the times, they could be doing a lot worse than than dancing. They really can't. You know, like I said, I've got the show-off gene. I've done plenty of things to show off in my time. I once did something so stupid. This is one of the stupidest things I ever did. I was young in radio. I was also in a fraternity. 
at Pitt Johnstown. And we would do something called the Jogathon every year. Now, the Jogathon was 24 hours and was to raise money for the March of Dimes. And I was in my grunge phase where I would wear an overcoat, flannel, shorts, and Doc Martens. I also threw in a bandana. I don't know what, what I was doing doing that. You know, I, I'm really not sure. I looked ridiculous. And I was actually growing a beard too, which now you got to realize I was a lot thinner back then. I was probably about 150 back then. And I still had a little bit of the mullet left. Uh, I would go in and out of that. Um, I'm, nah, this might have been my sideburns phase too, but then I grew the beard onto the sideburns. I, I can't remember. But so I'm promoting this for the uh, the website. And if you know, there's something that I always do is I always talk about my hair. It's, always, it's the only genetic lottery I'm ever going to win because I'm almost 50. I have a full head of hair. My grandfather died with a full head of hair on my mother's side. I'm lucky to have a full head of hair. Everything else, I'm a trash fire. I got to tell you, dumpster fire extraordinaire when it comes to all my other genetics when you're talking about health i am and we know we know that we've talked about uh my experiences with cancer in the past we've talked about experiences with uh just being overweight and i'm a mess and i i get that but i talk about my hair so i i made this I was on the radio. I was the overnight guy and I was trying to, I would come on the morning show every once in a while. This was a top 40 station in number one station in Johnstown, PA, a, a medium market. And I was, I was trying to build my brand. And I was also trying to promote this jogathon. So I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to run a hundred laps. And each lap was about a quarter of a mile. It was, it was around Central Park. It was it was crazy. And if I don't run 100 laps in 24 hours, I'll shave my head. And back then, uh, nobody had the shaved heads like they do now. Now it's a fashion statement. Everybody's, they're losing a little bit of the hair. They shave their head. And now you look good with a shaved head. That would have been... That would have been devastating to me, but I, I made this out there and people were lining up barbers. And so I thought I'd do this. I also thought I'd be, I'd keep my look going though. I had to keep that, that look. And I wasn't wearing my Doc Martens because I just got them. I didn't want to ruin them. So I was wearing these steel-toed boots. What an idiot. I tried to run a hundred laps in steel-toed boots. I ran a hundred laps in steel toed boots. I stayed up for 24 hours straight to do it. I could, I'd fall on arches. I could not walk for a week, but I was building my brand. I was showing off and it got me some places. It also made a lot of people look at me and go, what a moron. <laughs> they really did. I'm looking back now. I'm like my dad who always took me aside should have took, taken me aside. Then I think he tried to, he was like, yeah, you need to have better shoes for that. But here I am. I've got to build my brand. Ah, man, that was stupid, but I did it. Now I'm talking about it on, on my podcast. 
So <laughs> there's your 2 a.m. story. It's a, it's not uh, lascivious like uh, we'd like to. <laughs> Evgeny Crosby says Mel Blunt had a shaved head in kindergarten. <laughs> I can probably agree that with that. But hey, when you were growing up in the 80s watching these guys, you had a shaved head. Like Tiny Lister, who just passed away recently. He was a big guy with a shaved head. Mel Blunt. Man, there was not a lot of guys with a shaved head. Otis Sistrunk was a guy for the Oakland Raiders in the 70s. And there was a, a shot on Monday Night Football. They called him an alien because he had the shaved head and all the steam was rising off his head. It was it, it was really an intimidating sight. And he was he was definitely intimidating. Um, but now everybody's got a shaved head and it's a fashion statement. But <laughs> uh, Julio says, to think I was just going to say, boy, Brian was a, what a luscious head of hair, LOL. <laughs> hey, remember, you can't spell Davis without Diva. And that's what you got here. I've got the show off, Gene. Look, NFL players are going to have the show off, Gene. Juju's going to have the show off Gene. But as long as he does it right and learns from his mistakes, man, I've learned from all of my mistakes. And Juju's learning from his mistakes. But Juju saw the big picture. And I, I got to tell you, a lot of people have a lot more respect for Juju now for taking less to stay, especially not going to the Ravens. And really not going to the Chiefs. If he goes to the Chiefs, He's maybe the third option there. If he goes to the Ravens, let's face it, he's not playing with the, uh, he's playing second fiddle to a great running game. But he's not going to be used properly because he does not have the greatest quarterback in the world getting it to him. So he actually made a pretty good deal to stay here. He's got a, a great rapport with Ben Roethlisberger. The city loves him, and now the city's going to love him more. We could forgive all of that. Um, somebody just mentioned about w earlier in the show how Ernie Holmes was shooting at helicopters, FBI helicopters. He was. The guy was a mess. But the Steelers kept him. Didn't keep him for much longer after that. They ended up tra trading him. And he didn't have a bald head. He had an arrow shaved in his head. <laughs> that should have been a sign. But they it did not destroy the locker room. People in that locker room love Juju Smith-Schuster. Guys on the radio might not love him. They might see him as a young show-off. There might be some professional jealousy. But I got to tell you, well, actually, it's not even professional. They're not in the same profession. But really, it's a situation where you have a player that is going to give everything to his city. This is his city. He didn't grow up here, but it's his city now. And I got to tell you, I love it. Debbie Dick Dickerson says this, and I love this. Yes, he's young. You live and learn. We all go through that. Man, I could tell you 1,700 more stories about me living and learning. And doing stuff stupid. Doing things stupid. I was on the radio at 18 years old. In my hometown. I did plenty of stupid things. But I was trying to build a brand. 
So I have no problem with that. Evgeny says the hate filled local and mainstream sports media was salivating at the fact Juju was leaving, but now he decided to stay. It was, Oh, he couldn't get the market. He wanted, he couldn't get the market. He wanted in 2021. Sure. But by staying, he's going to get even more of a market, whether it's the piece of the Pittsburgh pie, a bigger piece of the Pittsburgh pie in 2022, or whether it's elsewhere. But by doing this, you can't fault him next year. You really can't. XEDB, I haven't heard from XEDB in a while. Bad was young and dumb, no way, LOL. I tell you what, I'm going to say this with complete confidence. You would have loved hanging out with me. Because <laughs> it was dumb, I would do it. But we would have fun. Evgeny also says this, uh, Mar Marvelous Marvin Hagler had a shaved head RIP. Man, he was menacing to look at. I loved. Man, one of my favorite all-time fights was Hagler and Hearns. That's when boxing was boxing. Man, I sound like an old man. That's when boxing was boxing. Because it's not. It's because it's changed. MMA has taken over boxing. Um, but it's still out there. And I'm sure it's still really good. It's just we're not exposed to it. But back then, when you had Marvin fighting Hearns, the hitman, or Marvin fighting, I think it was like April 1st of 1987 when he fought Sugar Ray Leonard. who I actually knew Sugar Ray Leonard's urologist. How about that? I, I met him at work. I thought that was that was really cool. How about, how about that for... Something that five seconds you're not going to get in your life back. You're not. But I just had to throw that out because I'm a diva. I, I'm a show off. I've got to throw those. I've got to name drop Sugar Ray Leonard's urologist. But those fights were epic. They were awesome. And you just don't have that anymore. So rest in peace to a great fighter. I... I uh, definitely uh, miss Marvelous Marvin Hagler. And everybody thought he was mean because of that shaved head. And, and he had like the goatee before people had goatees. Did he have a goatee or was it just a mustache? I don't know, but he looked like a bad dude. I understand he was a really nice guy outside of boxing. Marvelous Marvin, rest in peace. Gonna get ready to uh, get on out of here. I gotta name drop somebody else, somebody I don't know. But I've gotta bring this up. This is something we talk about, civic pride. As you know, that Dave, Jeff, and I live in a town outside of Baltimore, maybe an hour outside of Baltimore. And there was a, yesterday at the NCAA championships, Penn State crowned for new champions. They didn't win the title. I believe Iowa won the, won the overall NCAA championship. But at 184 pounds, a young man named Aaron Brooks from my new town here, the town I've lived in the last 15 for the last 15 years, took home the championship. Others at other weight classes did too. But this guy was absolutely is absolutely phenomenal. He would have uh, I can't say for sure, but he was on his way to winning it as a freshman last year. He won it as a sophomore this year. Keep your eye on Aaron Brooks. He is going to be a name that you know. I'm thinking Olympics for this guy in the future. Just 
fantastic. I've got civic pride watching them. Never met them. Went to the high school that my kids will end up going to. I know people that know them. I I have a good friend that um, that I know through scouts that went to school with him and said he's a fantastic guy. But good luck to him um, in the future. But fantastic champion Aaron Brooks in for Penn State for wrestling. Go Nittany Lions. They're calling him Penn State now, which I absolutely love. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Hey, my dad made it into the show. Oh, the stories I could tell. Maybe we might have old man Davis go ahead and have his own podcast just telling stupid things that I did. And I bet you it would be more entertaining than than uh, Tales from 2 a.m. So thank you so much for everybody here that came in, checked out this show. You spent your morning with me. I love you. We can't do these shows without you. Remember, there's going to be so much more action this week on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Check out all of the shows that we have on the podcast platform. Also, don't forget to check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com on the editorial side. There's so much that you're going to see as we transition over to the end of free agency into the draft. We're going to be doing it a lot. Thank you so much. Wait, hold on a second. Knight Rider, why not talk about what's going on now? What is going on now? I thought I did. Thought I thought we talked about... Now I'm at a loss. I thought we talked about these guys. Steven Nelson, Juju. Uh, I'm not sure what else to talk about. But uh, Knight Rider also thinks I'm the cheesiest man in all of uh blog entertainment so but i, I love night rider great show from the 80s because night rider thinks i'm stuck in the 80s and the 70s i'm not really stuck in the 70s i'm stuck in the 80s but i could adapt to 2021 and that's what we're doing so steven i promise you we're working out steven's a great fan here still waiting on the epic after party bad it is coming. And I will tell you this. We talked about this. We joked about this. And I'm going to give you a spoiler. This is down the line. But there is draft weekend that ends May 1st. Then on May 4th, we all know what May 4th is, right? May 4th is Star Wars Day. And it's right after the draft. So we're going to take the Scobro show. We're going to take the first half of the Scobro show. I'm going to jump on the Scobro show. I'll be an honorary Sco that day. We're going to jump on that show. We're going to talk about the draft. And at the end, we're going to do a little Scobro after party, Stephen. And it's going to be a Star Wars Steelers draft, a mock draft. There you go. We joked about it last week. It's coming. It's coming, baby. <laughs> Stacy Lynn, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, that feeds my divish and my ego for another day. I really appreciate it. Have a good day to all of you. Steven says, thanks for the show. Um, Debbie says, no, I enjoy listening to you. Thank you. So we can't do the show without the Debbies, the Stevens, the Byrons, the Knight Riders. Um, we, we can't do it because you guys fuel us and we love doing it. So. I want you to do three things for me. I want you to be safe. Be true to yourself. 
and always be behind the steel curtain. We'll see you, my friends.